Episode. I am here with J.O.C. Now, J. on this show, this is called What's Good. I got to ask what's good with you. How you doing? How you mental health? I'm doing good. I'm excited. Uh, I feel good. Just dropped a new song. So I haven't dropped in three years. So it's exciting. You know what? I was wondering, too, because I was going to actually ask you that throughout the interview. Like, you're really dope. OK, let me just start off there. All right. Now, anytime I listen to you all music, I don't know what I'm going to get. Uh, I really took that gap just to, to, to work on my craft and just improve, you know, as far as my writing and, and just get things really on the right level before I, I was dropping more music. Um, and I'm, I'm actually happy I took that time. Mm, now, okay, so it's 2023. So when did that gap start? Was it before COVID? Yeah, before COVID. Okay, okay. So pretty much with COVID, it didn't really affect you much as a artist because you was already on a hiatus. Now, during that time, you were pretty much writing behind the scenes as well because you are a songwriter also, right? Exactly. Yeah, I was doing a lot of writing. A lot of recording. I, I racked up on a bunch of songs. I got a huge vault now just from COVID. I'm excited because I feel like that new single you just put out, that's a real good single, Jay. Like, it's not a good R&B songs out here for males where they're like really like singing and like talking about love. Like everybody's like mm-hmm. crossing over from being an R&B artist to a rapper so when I heard that thing, I was like, okay, wow, this is going to make it even more, you know, exciting to talk to you. Now, take me back to the beginning of your music journey. Like, when did you realize, you know what, I can sing? Like, did you realize or did your family realize it? It's crazy. I, I started singing when I was about five. And um, mm-hmm. I know you remember the movie Space Jam. Did I? Yeah. I went to the movies to see it. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> so um, I believe I can fly. That's that's the first song I really sang. I, uh, mm. it's, it's some home videos of me like singing it and and like you know performing it for family members. So that that's when I really like first started singing. Um, oh. I was brought up around a lot of music because my my father was in the music industry, so I was mm. I was always around like good R and B music and and stuff like that. So that's really what influenced my sound and stuff. Mm, now let me ask you a question. Now, did you sing in the choir? No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Because most talented black singers, like they really start up in the church. And almost everybody on this show that's a singer, they always say they sing on the choir. So I'm actually mm-hmm. like shocked that that wasn't the case for you. Now, with you being able to have a voice on you, like how was the support from your family? Like, especially being that young, like you didn't know you were sing. You just knew you liked it in the movie. You knew you liked that song. Like, how was they treating you back then? Like, boy, you think got a voice for you? Yeah, it, it's uh, crazy. My family's always been real supportive and real encouraging. Uh, every time I went over family's house and somebody had a birthday, they was always asking me to sing happy birthday. <laughs> you know, I like, Christmas time mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, my family's always been real supportive, and I'm I'm grateful for that for sure. 
Yes. Now, did you grow up in Maryland? I did. PG County. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, what I heard and read about you being a part of a group, it was a duo. Was it your brother that you was in a group with? Yes, my, my younger brother. He's a producer. Okay, so is that like still a thing? Like, are you guys still doing like a, that's pretty dope. Like, you got your own in-house producer? Yeah, um, the songs that are out on, on Apple Music, except for Standby, uh, those are all produced by him. Wow. Okay, so everybody's talented. So how did it come about where he was able to produce? Like, were you, did you all just come together and like, you know what, bro? Like, you're really good at producing. I'm good at singing. Like, I really want you to like, really take this serious and make a lot of my music for me. Was it like that or... The yeah, uh, together. yeah, we um it's funny how we started. We started off, it was an app called iMachine, and uh he was just making beats on there. And um, you know, he he would play his beats for me and I would listen. I'm like, yo, like these are actually dope. So we ended up investing into a uh an NPC drum machine, and uh Ooh. he started making more beats and stuff, and then from now I was like, man. There's no need for me to really go on YouTube. I could just throw my, my lyrics and vocals on, on these beats. And that's how we connected and just, we kept exactly. working. And especially with all this stuff going on, you know, you always hear about, you know, it's always an issue with the split sheet. You know, you work with the producer, people don't always get their credit, but then you got your, your brother who's always talented. Like it's already in the family. Like you know him, you know that you can trust him as well. Now, yeah. when I listen to music, I think your music is meaningful, okay? And... Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, I just feel like R&B music used to be like about, like you're supposed to be able to feel the lyrics, you're supposed to be able to feel the passion in an artist's voice. Now, how is it for you navigating through this TikTok world, this trendy world where everybody's putting out quick music and not really sticking to the true heart of R&B? Like, how are you navigating through that? Is it easy or is it hard? Um, it's easy. I, I like, uh, you know, being different. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Everybody, if everybody's going left, I'm going right. Um, and, you know, uh, as far as the music having meaning and stuff, I get that inspiration from from old school music. I, I'm an old soul when it comes mm -hmm. to my music taste. So that's really what influences that, that side of it. Mm. Now, who are you listening to? Now, now, are you a 90s baby? 90s baby, 94. Okay. So yeah. you... you you got there with me. So who was you listening to back then? Like, this take me back. Because, you know, we had all the legends. We had the Avons, the Tangs, the Maxwells, the Prince, the Michael Jackson. Like, who was your go-to? Like, okay. Like, three artists. Give me three artists. Three artists. All right. Um, man, that's tough. Obviously, Michael Jackson. Go with Mike. Uh, it was another favorite. I like Luther. Yes, Luther. Yeah, and my all-time favorite is actually Prince. I'm a big Prince fan. Oh, really? Yeah. So what about Prince? Was it the, the way he was able to? I always feel like, you know, it takes a very sure man of himself to be very vulnerable in his music. It's okay to say, like, I miss you, like, I love you, like, stay with me. Like, it's okay to say that. Was it Prince lyrics and how vulnerable he was in his music? Yeah, it was definitely that along with the fact he was like very versatile and it just mm -hmm. his musicianship. I just respected it all, man. I, I just, that's definitely the goal for me. 
Real strict about his music. You know, yeah, Prince wasn't like I rarely know artists that are out here that are able to sample Prince music. He was very particular about his music and his craft, and he didn't play that. Now right. I actually, you know, I'm Kayla. Got the phone one, so of course I'm nosy and I got to get to know you. You're into the NFT world where you're combining art and music, and I really want to touch on that because a lot of more artists are doing that with their music. I know Snoop Dogg did it as well. So how did you even get involved in that? I have a friend of mine who has an NFT label. It's called Astros on X. And um, mm-hmm. we just connected and uh, he, he hit me up about it. Um, the benefits with the NFT, you know, music is it's, it's a way to connect directly with your fans without having to go through like a middleman and uh, mm-hmm. you, you give them each each fan gets a unique experience because the artwork that's attached to that song is unique to them. Mm, got it. Now, for any for anybody that's watching other artists, like, is it? Do you still have to put it on streaming platforms, or is it something just exclusive for your fans or investors or people that believe in you? Yeah, that's that's another uh, cool thing about it. You don't have to put the music on platforms. It could just be exclusive no. for the fans that you know subscribe to the NFT. So. I love that. Now, what's the pros and cons of that so far? Because somebody told me about this like two years ago, and I don't think I really listened to it until like I see more artists incorporated into it. And it seems to be beneficial. So, so far, what would be the pros and cons that you have discovered since you have been using it to put out music for your exclusive fans? Uh, the, the pros... So far, uh, like I said, you can go directly to the artist, meaning like I don't have to go through like a like really go through a label as far as, you know, splitting the royalties and stuff like that. Um, That's good. Yeah. More pros is I can release. I don't really have to stick to one genre or brand. You know, what I mean, I could just release mm-hmm. whatever like I want to. Um, yeah. As far as the cons, I haven't really experienced any cons yet, to be honest. That's, that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. So actually, um, it's crazy to me how so many artists are still like being like taken advantage of when it comes to these deals. Now, are you currently signed or are you still independent? Independent. Totally independent. Now, and do you plan on staying independent? I do. I do. I think that's dope. Yeah, I really think that's dope. You know, yeah. have you had anybody, um, you know, approach you? Because <laughs> you are a... Not only are you a dope singer, but like songwriters are really, really, really needed right now. Like there's a songwriter drought because most people are putting out their own music. You know, they're not really going through the labels anymore. And that's a great thing, I think, for independent artists. But for corporations, it sucks, you know, because their whole deal is to make money off the talent. Exactly. Yep. I've been approached a few times by uh, labels and stuff, but. You know, I, I've always wanted to just, just remain independent. Um, a big example would be like Brent Fiers. That's another one of my favorite artists. He, he's been independent and I've seen the success that he's had. So I'm just like, you know, what's the point of signing? He's still independent? I believe he is, yeah. To this Whoa! Day. Wow. That's dope. And I know Russ is independent. And I think it's, it's definitely, I, I feel like this. I feel like, you know, if you truly believe in yourself, mm-hmm. independent is the route to you. Exactly. 
if you have like doubts or something, I understand like, you know, people got needs, you know, those advances sound real good when, you know, rent and car note do, but I always feel like, you know, really believe in yourself, the independent route, it'll definitely play out long-term for a lot of you artists. So I think you're a really wise guy. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Scorpio, Sag, I'm on the cusp. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's why. Scorpio, okay, that's why you're so talented in music, vulnerability in your music. Like, you know, I always ask y'all that because I'm always curious. And now we're gonna take a little moment to get to know you. I'm gonna ask you a few questions. Either or I'm gonna throw in just some regular questions in there as well. They all are fun. You just gotta answer either or, okay? You ready? Cool. Let's go. So the first one, FaceTime or text. I'm definitely a text guy. I knew he was gonna say that. You don't like people just randomly FaceTime you in the middle of the day, like nah. Yeah, nah. It really depends on who it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> but name, <laughs> I'm a texter. Yeah. Yeah, then next, are you a city boy or a lover boy? I mean, I'm a lover boy for the for the right one. That's that right. Very clever. Next, <laughs> pen or freestyle. Hmm. Man, that's a tough one. Freestyle. Mm, freestyle. Okay. Figure that. So a lot of your songs are probably like just freestyle, just based off how you feel. I can definitely get that as well. You always tell, like, you know what I mean when you can tell when somebody reading off a paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can almost somebody really like. Feeling it like you can almost like their words are almost like coming out so naturally and beautifully. Next, home cook or takeout? A uh, home cook all day. Okay, now do you cook or you just like other people that cook? No, nah, I don't cook. <laughs> I just like other people. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Now, if you could play your music for any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? How many can I give you? Just one? Uh uh-uh, uh, you can give me, give me like, Three to five. Three to five, okay. Well, first of all, Prince, of course. Uh, two, um, definitely Luther. Uh, let me see, I'm gonna go with somebody different. Uh, Dino from H-Town. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Oh. Now, have you met Dino? Because Dino is still like doing things in music, right? No, nah, Dino passed away actually, unfortunately. Yeah. Really? Are you cutting out? Say that one more time. Somebody from H Town is still like producing and making music, right? Yeah, that's that's his, that's his brother and the and the uh the other member. Yeah, they still they okay. Still Cause I remember I came across something on TikTok where I think they were doing a show. Okay, that's a great pick. And you know, Prince is, is real. Prince is just so shady. I'll be scared of my music for him. No telling what he's gonna be saying. Now, next, what's one thing you would not stand by for somebody to play off your new single? Mm. So something that's that you're dating, a friend, a family member, where like they did, like you're not gonna stand by them. Oh yeah, infidelity for sure. That's a good answer. Good answer. Yes. Now you don't you don't do that, do you, man? No, not at all. Okay. Now we're gonna go ahead and just slide on into the latest single stand stand by you. It's a beautiful single that you just put out. So tell me the inspiration 
um, behind it. I just love the cover art and everything like a powder of it. Like how would how did you come up with that? Well, um, man, when I when I heard the beat, it was the chords, the chord progression that really inspired me to do that that standby flip. Um, and you know, I, I was a little nervous at first because that's such a classic song. You know, and, and when mm -hmm. I was attacking that one, I'm like, man, I gotta really make sure I come with something kind of unique and and fire. So I wanted to make it about you know relationship, and yeah. the original song is not about that. And uh, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to make it cool to to stand by your your partner and be loyal because you know nowadays right. a lot of the music is about you know being a player. Being a exactly. city boy, city girl, like you said. So I wanted to make relationship cool again. And um, even when I played the song, I was like, okay, because it just came out. This is newly released, everybody. Yeah. So when I played the song, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like that's one of the ones. Like, dang, you gotta really be bold to touch that. But the way you flipped it on, and I think that's you know, a lot of times people say, oh, we are tired of people touching classes. But when you touch a classic and you put your own spin on it. Like, that's what makes it beautiful. You're not taking away from the original song. You're not biting away from the original song. And I think that's what makes it beautiful. Even though it's like, when you listen to it, it'll come to your mind, but you did it so justice. It doesn't sound like, okay, he just right. throwed the whole song, song on it. And I think that's really dope about it. Now, who was the producer that even put up the, the beat together? Because we got to give him some credit, too. Yeah, the producer's name is Adelso. And... Um... Mm. Yeah, that's actually a beat. I, I, that's one of the few that I found on YouTube. And I heard that. I was like, man, I got to do something with this one. Really? You found it on YouTube? Yeah, that's that's actually a YouTube joint. So I swear there's so many talented like producers and DJs out here. They, they just sitting out there just waiting for the right one to do their beat justice. And I think it's really important for more, you know, artists and producers to definitely come together. That's why I always encourage artists to, you know, step out, you know, try some other different producers and, you know, see what the feel and the, and the vibe is. Now, what's the whole rollout plan for this song? Because this, this is a beautiful song, Jay. Like, you kind of do a video. Like, mm -hmm. I, this is too beautiful a song not to put a video out. Is that your plan for the year? Yeah, I got a video coming real soon, hopefully within the next, like, two to three weeks. Um, I'm going to do a lyric video for it. I'm going to do a visualizer. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw some challenges in there, like maybe an open verse challenge or, you know, some oh. TikTok stuff. Yeah, all that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. Now, I think, um, you know, it's nice to have, you know, males on here that do music. Now, I want to get your opinion on this because you are part of the music industry and part of the R&B world. Like, do you think that... R&B is dead, if you all recall, you know, Diddy made some comments, maybe last year, that he feels like R&B is dead. But you are an R&B artist who still puts out music. Do you feel that way, being a part of it and looking in? I wouldn't say, I definitely wouldn't say R&B itself is dead. There's yeah. a lot of great R&B artists out here, male and female. Um, but mm -hmm. I, I will say, in some ways, the feeling in R&B died. You get what I'm saying? Like, most of it, it like, and no knock to the new school people, it doesn't give you that same feel or bring up that same emotion like the old school joints did. They really had right. that feeling and that soul. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Like, um, 
classic classic songs, iconic songs, you know, those songs that you can play at weddings. Like we don't have a lot of those anymore. And this is the kind of reason why people are like still using, you know, the regular songs that parents probably got married to back in the day because there's no really iconic R&B songs that you can walk to down the aisle, you know, make mm-hmm. you want to cry. Yeah. And I think um, that single that you just put out, that's a dope single that I'm pretty sure a lot of people can feel. Now, a lot of times as, you know, mm, artists who haven't reached, you know, have Rosen yet, sometimes people don't even know about all the things that you have accomplished and things you did. We live in a world where people always look at followers, but a lot of times, a lot of people, most of the people that I've met who are really making moves, they don't even use social media. They don't even have that many followers. So what's one thing that you have done that you are most accomplished by and you're most proud of? most proud of um i would say uh that song my type um i don't know if you saw that one that was one of the singles i put out uh early 2020 that actually charted in uh the uk and um i think it was dope because i just recorded that song here in my basement didn't really put a lot of mixing and mastering it. so to see see it do what it did i, I was mm-hmm. proud of that that's so dope. And one thing about the UK, I feel like the UK, they really they really are big and they appreciate music a lot more than we do in the US. I kind of feel like we just kind of spoil people in the UK. They sometimes have to wait like years just to see their favorite artists. Like they always get the leftovers. So when they really like a song, they're going to stick by it. If you're doing a show, they coming to it. They always really support a lot of artists. So what's next for you? I know we kind of like... um. Well, we're about to be into March soon. But what's next for you for the rest of the year? What can we expect from you? Next, I'm gonna come with a with an EP. Um, I'm gonna follow yeah, up with I'm an EP. Um, I, I probably, I probably will drop like two or three more singles, and then uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come with a full project. And uh, yeah, hopefully people are feeling that. I'm gonna put a lot of work in it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I really, you know, love your music. I love that single. And I'm definitely always here to support as well. I'm definitely looking out for that lyric. I'm a big sucker of lyric songs. I need mm-hmm. to get on YouTube and be able to go go along with the lyrics, especially when I love the song. So I'm really looking forward to that. I want to say thank you so much, Jay, for you know being on the show. Brandon has sent another talented artist my way. Thank you to Brandon Jarrell. So thank, thank you so you. much for being on. How's that? Chill, cool, boom. We're about so fast, right? Thank you for having me. Hey.